You're listening to Telling the Truth from Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, telling the truth to and through teenagers. Here is Triple T founder and president, George Dooms. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. How strong are you in the Lord? Deuteronomy 31.6, New King James says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. What a fantastic series of promises are packed into this one verse of Scripture. As you look again at Deuteronomy 31.6, know that God is wanting us to be strong and very courageous, not to be afraid of people. Why? For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. Isn't that magnificent to understand how great God is, that He will not leave you, He will not forsake you, but He will be with you? So stay strong. How strong are you? Are you strong enough to share your faith in Jesus Christ with people who need to know the Lord? Are you strong enough to find a Christian prayer partner? Are you strong enough to read God's Word every single day? Are you strong enough to take the gospel to people who need the Lord? I hope you are, because God says be strong and of good courage. We want you to know that God and you make a majority. So trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give to them. Joshua 1.6, New King James Version. When God makes a promise, He will fulfill that promise. And God gave a promise to His children. He gave it to Joshua, and Joshua is to implement what God's plan will be for the folk who will follow God's direction. The same is true for you and me today, even though we are not living in the same circumstance. We are living in a nasty, terrible, mixed-up, messed-up world. But in the midst of it all, God is greater than all the people around us, so we too are to be strong and of good courage. God wants us to trust Him so completely that we will know that He is going to direct every path in our life. Every step we take, He is going to be with us and will give us direction if we will trust Him. So the four things that we constantly ask you to do are, number one, pray without ceasing. Secondly, read God's Word and heed God's Word. And thirdly, fellowship with other believers and then do the work of an evangelist. Share your faith in Jesus Christ with people who need the Lord. Tell them to admit they've sinned, to believe on Christ, to confess Him publicly. The Lord God is sharing with Joshua a very personal message. Listen. Joshua 1.7, New King James Version. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. In other words, obey the Word of God. Do what the Bible says to do, the way it says to do it, precisely as it ought to happen. When you do this, you can be strong and very courageous. This phrase is consistent and constant in the Bible as God speaks to people in a personal, pertinent way. So let it be yours. Only be strong and very courageous. Read the Word of God. Pray without ceasing and get another Christian to pray with you, and then together work out the time frame to share the good news of the saving power of the Lord Jesus with people who need the Lord. 
as you go with the gospel, be strong and very courageous. Watch God make you usable and use you to impact your world. It all starts in your heart and then in your head and then in every fiber and facet of your being. So go with the gospel today. Why not adopt this very, very magnificent promise from God's Word? First given to Joshua, but you can personify it if you will. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9, New King James. God's commanding and we need to be responding. Be strong, be of good courage, don't be afraid, and don't be dismayed. Why? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God has a divine design for you, a perfect plan for your life, and he wants you to follow his word and read it and then do what he says to do and to pray consistently. As you do, pray with others who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and know that when we pray together, where two or three are gathered in my name, Jesus said, I'll be in the midst of you. So you can claim the promises of God's word and you can go with the gospel to people who need the Lord. And as we do this, as we put this strategy into effect, going one by one to people who need Jesus, Lives will be changed, total circumstances rearranged through Jesus Christ. Our God is kind and considerate and compassionate and long-suffering. But when he has set a decree and that law is broken, when we do not follow what he says to do, the consequences can be eternally terrible. Listen to Joshua 1.18, New King James Version. Whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words in all that you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and of good courage. God wants us to understand that he has a plan for us. We are to follow that plan and share with other people what that plan is. And if the people rebel against God's plan, God's tolerance only lasts so long. And then he says, that's it. The Bible says, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. We need to share that word with people so they will know that God does love them. Jesus died for them. He was buried. He rose again. And if we will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, we will receive the gift of God, eternal life through Christ Jesus. But it's up to us to make the determination, the decision, and to present the possibility to people who need the Lord. Will you? Somebody out there needs to know that Jesus Christ died for their sins, was buried, and rose again. Will you tell them how to go to heaven? God will protect you against the onslaught of the devil, against the enemies of him and you. Listen to what he promised Joshua in chapter 10, verse 25, New King James Version. Then Joshua said to them, Do not be afraid nor be dismayed. Be strong and of good courage, for thus the Lord will do to all your enemies against whom you fight. God gave this promise to Joshua. Joshua, in turn, is telling the people what God has promised. If you believe the promises of God, if you will share what God has said with people who maybe don't understand the Scriptures, if you will enlighten them by exposing them to the Word of God, wonderful things can happen consistently. In Joshua's words, and words to him, are the words, Be strong and of good courage. We need to do that also. Will you? 
always, almost without exception, we are told to be strong and very courageous. Of good courage is a wonderful attribute, and it helps us to pray, to read the Word of God, to find other individuals who will agree with us that the Bible is totally true, and then to take the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus to people who need the Lord. It's up to you and me. Who do you know who doesn't know the Lord? Who will go with you to take the plan of salvation to someone who needs Jesus today? Caleb and Joshua were the spies with good reports. Listen to Caleb's story. And now behold, the Lord has kept me alive, as he said, these 45 years, ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses, while Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, here I am this day, 85 years old. As yet I am as strong this day as I was on the day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. Joshua 14, 10, 11, and 12, New King James. When God makes a promise, he will fulfill that promise. Did Caleb get the mountain? Yes, he did. God made it possible. Caleb was 85 years old, still strong, still courageous, still willing to serve the Lord with every fiber of his being. Whatever your age is, whatever your circumstance might be, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Trust Him. Read His Word. Pray. Share. And help people come to know Jesus Christ personally. He who wins souls is wise. Are you a soul winner? Are there people for whom you are concerned? Will you go to them with God's wonderful plan of salvation? Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. Exciting events happen every Saturday evening at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. Highway 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road. Come this Saturday at 727 and watch a jet land on the big screen. Icebreakers, involvement, inspiration, and ongoing impact every week. Action and interaction with creative Christian communicators. Triple T on U.S. Highway 41 North, four miles north of Evansville Regional Airport, four miles south of I-64. God's Word says, Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. That's Proverbs 22:29, New King James. With us today is Robert M. Bland. Bob Bland is the founder, director of Teen Missions International, AIDS Orphans and Street Children, Third World Ministries, and right now a very, very exciting new ministry, fairly new, it's called the Motorcycle Sunday School Mission. It's operating in Africa, in several nations, with over 120-plus Sunday schools, and it's about to begin in just a couple of weeks in Indonesia, in the country of Borneo. And we're excited about it because Triple T Christian Youth Ministries has the opportunity of sponsoring 12 of the Sunday Schools in Africa, the first one in Barneo and on 
into the future. Bob, how did this whole idea about the Motorcycle Sunday School come about? Well, thank you, George. It's good to be here at Triple T, and we certainly appreciate all that uh, Triple T has done to help in the ministries of teen missions and uh, in the Motorcycle Sunday School mission. Uh, It started um, back, uh, we are in Teen Missions International, started that. We've been running now 43 years. Um, We have bases in sub-Sahara Africa. We have uh, 10 bases over there. And because we are there, that's where the AIDS epidemic seems to be the worst. And um, we fell into that because you're there and children are dying. Uh, 17 million people uh, have died since the 70s of AIDS just just in sub-Saharan Africa. And that isn't the bad news. The bad news is they left 13 million AIDS orphans. Time magazine did an article uh, two or three years ago, said if you were to build orphanages uh, for those, and you'd build orphanages that would hold 500 children, and that would be a pretty good-sized orphanage that hold 500 children, you'd have to build 80,000 of them just to hold what is there now. Wow. So we uh, we have what we call rescue units, and we go out in the bush, build a little plywood building, take two of our graduates from our Bible school and put them out there, and they generally work about a five-mile circle. And uh, we start with helping them medically. Uh, we're not doctors, nurses, don't pretend to be, but you don't have to be to hand out malaria medication more orphans, three times as many AIDS orphans die of malaria as die of AIDS. So we, we're trying to do that, and they get cuts, and they get blood poisoning, and and even uh, since they have no parents, and sometimes they're just little kids out there by themselves, they can die even of diarrhea. And we wondered if there really were that many kids out there. And so uh, we we did a survey in Zimbabwe, picked a point out in the country, did a five-mile circle, um, sent our staff to every hut to count the orphans. Uh, In the five-mile circle, there were 600 AIDS orphans. There was four households where the oldest living person was 10 years old. 10 years old. And and you say, how do they live? They they don't. They die by the the hundreds because of a lack of of malaria medication mostly. And then we try to help them get, get them in school because no none of the AIDS orphans are going to school. In Africa, if you don't have a uniform, you can't go to school. And here's an AIDS orphan that's starving to death, and where would he get a uniform? If he had anything to buy anything, he'd buy something to eat or try to find something to eat. And then we're trying to help them grow gardens so they don't starve. Um, so we got, got involved in that. Then I became concerned about their spiritual welf- welfare and um, that they might, um, we just might reach out to uh, these kids spiritually so they can come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so we, we did this, and um, my idea was we probably need a church at each place well, a very godly lady, a Methodist lady that has been a f- friend of our ministry, said, Bob, you want a, a church out there where these orphans are? I'm 
I'll give you the money to build a church. Well, I was so excited that we were going to build a church. And, um, and then Teen Missions is an interdenominational organization. We've worked with every denomination that most people could name and a lot of them that they can't name. <laughs> so we, um, having worked with all those, the word got out, we, Teen Missions, the interdenominational organization, is going to build a church. And it immediately was, who is going to pastor it? And it just, um, all of the various communities around that knew Teen Missions, we've been there many years, and they're all about, well, what kind of church is it going to be? And is it Methodist? Is it Baptist? Is it Presbyterian? You go down the list. Is it Charismatic? Is it non-Charismatic? All of these uh, denominations. And so we found ourselves in quite a quandary because um, we've got people that if we choose any one of them, uh, we just made some enemies. So finally, after a while, uh, didn't know how did we ever get ourselves in this mess. And then I decided, well, that's it, because it's going to cause so much difficulty. <clears throat> we're not going to build a church. And um, we're going to build a Sunday school. So I didn't realize it at the time. I wished I had. But um, a Sunday school is so much non-threatening. And the other thing is that there's some other um, people of different uh, religions that if the minute you put the word church up over the door, they aren't even allowed to come into your building. But because it's a school, a Sunday school or a Saturday school or or Thursday school, um, they can come. And we've had scores of children from other backgrounds that have come and come to uh, saving knowledge of Christ in our Sunday schools. How many countries are you in in Africa with the Sunday school? Uh, Ten countries in sub-Saharan Africa. Okay. And the wonderful thing is that the people that run these Sunday schools are BMW graduates. BMW is not a car. It's Bible Missionary Work Training Center. And all across these countries in Africa... These training centers are there, and these people who are part of the culture, there's no, there's no language barrier, there's no cultural barrier, uh, they are trained for two years in the Bible Institute, and then one year as an intern, and then they are taught how to ride a motorcycle. And tell us about how the motorcycle Sunday school thing works, Bob, sort of like the old-fashioned Methodist it's, uh, uh, horseback. Just like the old-fashioned circuit riders of the Methodist Church, uh, we still do circuits, but we uh, have Kawasaki's rather than uh, <laughs> uh, horses. And uh, they do six Sunday schools in the week. And they'll do one on Wednesday and go to another village on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and generally two on Sunday. Uh, Monday is their day off to do their laundry uh, and things like that. And Tuesday is the day that they work on their cycles because it's they have to be repaired constantly because the roads are so, so bad. And uh, then, of course, get to Sunday school lessons together. And Wednesday, they start the circuit over again. And so they ride the motorcycles back into the bush, back into the place where there's no other way to get there except to walk or to go uh, on horseback. And there's not a whole lot of horses around. Uh, and then they have the the material for the motorcycle 
on the back, I mean, material for the sun is going on the back of the motorcycle. Is that right? That's how it works? Yeah, we have a box on the back of the motorcycle, and we've got a waterproof container there that we put the Sunday school literature in and so that we can get there and get uh, the literature there as well. And how many Sunday schools are there now in Africa? Um, we have 126 Sunday schools worldwide. Um, how many are exactly in Africa? I would say probably about 100 of those are in mm-hmm. some place in sub-Sahara Africa. Okay. And then the door has opened now to uh, Indonesia, uh, in I think starting in the country of Barneo. So tell us how that came about. That's a very, very fascinating story. Well, um, Borneo is just a, a, a needy place, and it's the wilds of Borneo. And up in northern Borneo, you that's about the only way you can get there is on a motorcycle, and there are villages there. And so we are uh, running, uh, started six Sunday schools, or six, um, a circuit of six, and we, we have two of them operating now with uh, the national people. Uh, that are running it and and starting the Sunday schools. And the wonderful thing is that there is a big goal. And the goal is to, by December the 13th of 2013, to have 213 of these Sunday schools in different places around the world. And we have a group on the road right now that's talking about this. They're called the Circuit Riders fantastic group of musicians that play instruments and uh, sing and present the story. And they have been across the area here this week, and they'll be at Triple T tonight at 727. And you who are listening, who are in driving distance, don't miss the circuit riders and learn more about the Motorcycle Sunday School Mission tonight. Uh, Bob, tell us about how the circuit riders came together. Uh, George, these uh, most of these kids are, are from our Bible school, and uh, they they really are. We've been in ministry uh, with Teen Missions International for 43 years. I think this is the best group we've ever had. I'm so impressed with them. They're really great uh, kids that uh, love the Lord, and they are just super talented. And they uh, there are four of them that play banjo, and, and that's kind of unusual for young people today. And they sing very, very well. And they've been uh, out sharing, and God has blessed abundantly. And we want you to know that uh, Triple T Christian Youth Ministries tithes 10% of what God sends into our general fund to the Motorcycle Sunday School Mission or AIDS Orphans and Street Children. And so if you would like to have a part of all this, we invite you to make a contribution. And you can come tonight and learn a whole lot about it. And we'll give you a full-color brochure about the Motorcycle Sunday School Mission that has pictures of the actual facilitators and some of the kids running. And when they hear the roar of the motor of the motorcycle. The kids come out of the woodwork of their huts and are ready to come to Sunday school or Monday school or Tuesday school or Wednesday school or whatever it might be. Uh, And and it's a really, really thrilling thing. Actually, it's Wednesday school, Thursday school, Friday school, Saturday school, and Sunday, Sunday, twice. Anything else you want to tell Uh, us that we can We really appreciate all that Triple T has done to uh, help run uh, work, not only here in this area, which they've done for so many years, and but uh, are now working uh, 
all over the world through uh, supporting these. Uh, the good thing about this, uh, this, and I've been in missions for a number of years now, is it's affordable. And people can adopt a Sunday school for $79 a month. They can name it. And we uh, have six Sunday schools in the circuit, so you multiply that by six, which is $474, and that will support that circuit. And because uh, the circuit riders that we have are nationals who already know the language and the culture, and uh, they're on motorcycles, so it's uh, that's the biggest expense is buying the gasoline because it's a, a $8 a gallon. But we can make it on that budget, and uh, and they're really reaching people. And they're all over the world, not only Africa, but Madagascar. We have 24 Sunday schools running now in Madagascar, and Triple T is backing uh, <laughs> some of those. And uh, to me, this is one of the m- more needy mission fields in the world today. In fact, in Madagascar, one of the circuits is called the Triple T or the Telling the Truth Circuit, and we're thrilled about that, plus the others that we have in in other African nations and now coming into Barneo, and and we're thrilled about it. And if you all who are listening would like to have a part of all this, uh, give us a call or best of all, come tonight and learn a whole lot about this, and you'll learn how it works And we'll give you the opportunity of actually investing your time and talent and treasure to make this happen. One of the Sunday schools that we are sponsoring is the Stephen Diekman Memorial Sunday School. It's in Madagascar right now, but it's going to be moving someday to Zimbabwe because that's where Stephen worked with Teen Missions. And he went to be with Jesus, and uh, we are delighted that This Sunday school is named after him. We have a banner at Triple T with Stephen's name on it. Well, thank you for listening. And Bob, anything else you want to share? Well, I just want to—I just want to say thank you to Triple T and for helping working not only here in Evansville and the Tri-State area, but uh, literally all over the world through the Motorcycle Sunday School Mission. Well, we're excited about it, and we believe with all of our hearts that Christ through you can change the world. Exciting events happen every Saturday evening at Triple T. 13,000 U.S. Highway 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road. Come this Saturday at 727 and watch a jet land on the big screen. Icebreakers, involvement, inspiration, and ongoing impact every week. Action and interaction with creative Christian communicators. Triple T on U.S. Highway 41 North, four miles north of Evansville Regional Airport, four miles south of I-64. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. For your free copy of the Telling the Truth newsletter, call 812-867-2418, 812-867-2418, or write Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Tune in to Telling the Truth next week at this same time on this same station.